Welcome to the podcast for Real Church Coweta. We meet every Sunday at 10 a.m. at the Worship Center on the campus of Central Christian School in Sharpsburg. You can also check us out online at realchurchcoweta.com or jump on Facebook at Real Church Coweta. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Hey, you guys, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us today. We are virtual here, and so I would like to thank you so much for joining us at home. Listen, I hope you guys had a great Christmas. I hope you guys enjoy time with your family. Uh, and today, you guys, what I want to do is, is I want to talk a little bit, like I usually do, you know, we're at the end of the year, end of a very bad year. <laughs> we're at the end of the year, and I want to talk to you guys a little bit, just encourage you a little bit today as we begin to go into the year 2021. And I just want to take a, a brief look back at that, and then I want to encourage you for what's going to happen in 2021, with hopefully with you, your spiritual walk, your time with your family, and those kind of things, and really more than anything, your connection with God. You know, one of the things I think everybody has said is 2020 has been such a crazy year. It's been such a crazy, crazy year. And I decided what I would do is, is I would kind of write down a little bit uh, what my hopes were for 2020. Um, the, the first hope was, was that my son would graduate, okay, uh, that he would graduate. And so we had planned so long, uh, my son Blake, Blake went to, he went to East Coweta High School so that, one of the big things is so that his mother could give him his diploma when he graduated. And so they have a tradition that faculty and staff, what they can do is they can come up on stage and they can give their the diploma to their son or to their daughter when they walk across the stage. And that was one of the things that he was really excited about. Well, that didn't happen. Uh, instead, and we do have a video of that, uh, I think it's on social media somewhere, but we ended up giving, his mom did give him his diploma, and she did it in our living room when his name was called on the TV in the virtual graduation. Another thing that, that we were excited about is Wendy and Blake were going to go to Israel with, with Wendy's mother. And we waited and waited, and finally they closed down all of the travel, and that was lost as well. You know, my buddy and I, we had planned while they were in Israel, we were going to take a 10-day road trip. We actually called it a road trip is what we call it. A bro road trip is what we were going to do. We had mapped out where we were going to go and, and how we were going to get there. And we were going to go. I was going to see the Grand Canyon for the first time. I'd never, I've never been past Oklahoma going west, and I was going to see the Grand Canyon for the first time. And well, that didn't happen. In, in addition to that, I was, I was going to anticipate helping uh, my son, and Wendy was going to be there to help her son, help Blake, get Blake, and we're going to send him off to college. He was going to go off. We had the dorm set up. We had everything set up until they went mostly virtual, and COVID wrecked all of that. And the final thing we were going to do, the truth of the matter is, I shouldn't even be standing here right now. You know Why? Because I should be in Hawaii. Wendy and I, Wendy and I, we were going, we had planned a trip. We had talked about it for five years. And we had planned a trip where on our 25th anniversary, which is just three days from now, we were going to Hawaii for our 25th anniversary. Well, you know how that turned out. We didn't get to go at all. As a matter of fact, we're not probably going to get to go anywhere. We may get so uppity and run down to Savannah for a day, but for the most part, we have to kind of stay around here. Well, why? Because 2020 has really 
been a stinky year. You know, one of the things I'm reminded about when when I uh, think about 2020 and I read the scriptures is this. James 4.14 says this, and I love what he says. I'm going to go to 13 and I want to read this to you. It says, look here, you who say today or tomorrow we are going to a certain town and we will stay here for a year. We will do business there and we will make a profit. And then 14 says this. It says, how do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like a morning fog. It's here a little while, then it's gone. So how do you know? And what James is saying is this. He's saying, listen, don't you make these haughty plans. Don't, you have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. You have no idea what tomorrow holds. And can I tell you something? I'll tell you this more than anything. 2020 has taught me how true that verse is, that we have no idea what will happen tomorrow. We literally went from anticipating in March a graduation on March 9th, March 10th to March 13th being completely shut down and really cooped up in our own little neighborhood in our own little home for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. We actually ended up going virtual here for the church. We have no idea what tomorrow holds. You know, I think of also in Luke, Luke chapter 12, Luke chapter 12. It's a great verse. It's a, it's a very telling verse. I've read this verse to you guys before, but Luke chapter 12, starting in verse 16 says this. He said, this is Jesus telling a story. He said, then he told them a story. A rich man had a fertile farm that produced fine crops. He said to himself, what should I do? So this guy was blessed. I don't have room for all my crops. Then he said, I know what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and build up bigger ones. Then I'll have room enough to store all my wheat and other goods. And I'll sit back and say to myself, my friend, you have enough stored away for years to come. Now take it easy, eat, drink, and be merry. And here's what God said to him. God said to him, you fool, you will die this very night. Then who will get everything you worked for? And Jesus comes in and says, I want to read 21 too. Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not, uh, but not have a rich relationship with God. So the question I have for you is this. And I really like to ask this question to you every year around this time. It's this. Will this be the year? Will 2021 be the year? Will this be the year? Listen, we all make plans. We all do. But this year, will this be the year that you take a plan and you actually move forward? Will this be the year? And I want to tell you something. You may think, well, you know, I thought 2020 was going to be a year, but then COVID hit. Well, can I tell you something? You decide if this is going to be the year for you. You decide if this is going to be the year for you. I want to tell you something. It has to be your decision. And here's the first point I want to tell you, because God isn't going to force you to do anything. Even though God is all knowing, even though God is all loving, even though he's all forgiving, even though he's literally everywhere, he is going to allow you to choose. 
If you're still in Luke, go over to Luke 18. There's a verse in Luke 18 that I really, really love, and we've looked at this before. It's starting in verse 22. Jesus is talking to a wealthy man. And Jesus asked him, these, the, 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 the verses before this say that Jesus is asking, this guy comes to him and says, hey, listen, um, what do I have to do to get eternal life? And, the, and the, the, the Jesus says, well, and he goes right down, he goes right down and tells him what it is. You know, don't commit adultery. He basically goes off a checklist for the Ten Commandments. And the man got happy. The rich man got happy because the rich man says, well, I've done all that. I've done all that. And Jesus says, oh, oh. Oh, oh, by the way, and here it is in verse 22. When Jesus heard his answer, he said, there's still one thing you haven't done. And here it is, and this gets to the heart of the matter. Sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you'll have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. And look at the rich man's response. But when the man heard this, he became very sad, for he was very rich. And he walked away. God's not going to force you to do anything. In Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 15 and 16. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 15 and 16. I'm going to turn there for you now. Deuteronomy 30, verses 15 and 16. It says this. It says, now listen. Today I'm giving you a choice between life and death. What did God say? Did God say, today I'm making, you, I'm making you do what I told you to do? No, he didn't say that. He says, today I'm giving you a choice between life and death, between prosperity and disaster. For I command you this day to love the Lord your God and keep his commands, decrees, and regulations by walking in his ways. If you do this, you'll live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you and your land you are about to enter and occupy. And here it is. Here, here's some of, the, some of the meat of the matter here. I'm going to read verse 17 as well. But if your heart turns away and you refuse to listen, and if you are drawn away to serve and worship other gods, then I warn you now that you will certainly be destroyed. And what you see is, what you see is, in verse 19 it says, Today I have given you a choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. And what, what he ends up doing is this saying, I've given you a choice Here's what you do. You follow me and you decide to go this way. And I'm giving you a choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. And he says this, choose life. Choose life. So my question to you is this, will this be the year? Will this be the year? What God's asking us to do, you guys, is he's asking us to draw near. He's asking us to draw near to him. He's asking us to draw near to him in a very genuine way. Way He's asking us to get so close that you can actually see his face. And when you do that, when you do that, you can watch as all the other things are added that maybe your desires are. Maybe what you want to do. Maybe what, what God's put in your heart to do. But the first thing we have to do is, is we have to realize that God's not going to force us to do anything. He's asking us to draw near to him. The second question I have for you is this, will this be the year? Will this be the year that you put down what's been holding you back? Will this be the year when you put down what's been holding you back? I want to turn over to Hebrews chapter 12. You guys, if you've been coming to the church long, you know that this is one of my favorite verses in all the scripture. 
And uh, I'm excited in January because we're actually going to get to this verse at the end of January. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 says this. It says, therefore, all right, now when there's a therefore, you always ask, what's it there for? Well, he's talked about major, major people of faith in chapter 11. It says, therefore, because we are surrounded by such a huge cloud of witnesses um, the, the, uh, to the life of faith, let us strip off, and there's another verse that says, let us throw off, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. What are some weights that you have to throw off? Well, some of us has to throw off some toxic people in our lives. Now, I just did a sermon a week or so ago about love, and I'm not telling you not to love people. But what I am telling you is this. Every person that enters in your life doesn't necessarily have the right to stay there. And I want you to know that. Can I tell you that you can love people from afar? You can love people from a distance? Some of us actually have toxic people in our life. What's a toxic person? A toxic person is someone that doesn't draw you closer to God, but pushes you further away, that gets in the way of your relationship with God. He wants us to love everyone, but there's sometimes when we need to distance ourselves from toxic people. Now, let me say something to you. I'm not talking about your husband or wife. Your husband or wife are not toxic people that you need to get rid of unless there's some major issues, and then you need to seek counseling for that, all right? But not everyone has a right to be in your life on a daily basis. And the best thing we can do sometimes, you guys, is to set a boundary and say, hey, listen, you know, I appreciate you, you know, wanting to be here. And then you set a boundary and say, but I've chosen to do this other thing now. I've chosen to do this. And I would encourage you to do that with toxic people. Here's another thing that oftentimes what we do is, as we drag into the new year, is unresolved conflict with others. A lot of us are walking around with unresolved conflict with other people. We're walking around. Remember, you guys, what I read earlier we have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. And I would guess that if you have unresolved conflict with people and you knew that tomorrow was your last day, I would guess that you would probably make those things right. I would guess that you would probably go out of your way. But the scripture says that we have no idea what tomorrow brings, that we can make our plans, we can make our plans, but it's God who's in full control. So my encouragement to you would be, is this going to be the year that you let go of those unresolved conflicts. Look, y'all, some of those conflicts you guys have been walking around with have been there for years and years and years and years, and I'm encouraging you to let those things go. What about our negative choices? Will this be the year that you finally give up some of those negative choices? I want to tell you something, and I don't know how to say this without just being really blunt. Some of you guys need to get on a budget. All right, I've talked to you guys some this year. 2020 hit people differently all across the spectrum. For those that depend on week to week, you know, go paycheck to paycheck, 2020 was really scary. It really was because you've never operated on a budget and you've never been disciplined enough to operate on a budget. And listen, let me tell you something, it's very difficult to do. It's not easy at first, but I always tell you this. Discipline, discipline oftentimes is hard in the beginning, but it's easy to live with. Being undisciplined is, is easy in the beginning, but it's very hard to live with in the end. Are you with me? Being disciplined is hard in the beginning, but it's easy to live with. 
But being undisciplined oftentimes is easy in the beginning, but it's very difficult to live with. And some of us need to rein in, you know, Christmas just happened, everybody opened gifts. Some of us need to rein in those spending habits starting in 2021 and live a freer life. I want to tell you a couple of things. 2020 hasn't been bad for everyone. 2020 hasn't been bad for everyone. Did you know here at the church, we actually provided, we did a, we did a financial peace group here at the church for people that wanted to get their budget straight. And you know what we did? We actually went through that process. The church here actually provided, I said, listen, if you will go through this class, we will give you the material for free. And that's what we did for them. We're going to be doing that again in the spring. So you'll have an opportunity to do that. But hey, 2020 hasn't been bad for everyone because I want to read this to you. I want you to hear this, what's been happening within our church. There was one family that paid off $16,000 and they weren't making much more than that a year. They ended up paying off their vehicle and now they're living debt free. Paid off vehicle. Another family paid off 17 grand in a matter of three months. Three months they went out, they set themselves on a budget, and they set, they got rid of a lot of that debt. And here's the, here's the big one. Here's the huge one. Do you know that this year, 2020, and this family had a furlough situation as well, there was a family here at the church, because they got on a budget, because they put down some of those negative choices, do you know there's a family that paid off over $60,000, over $60,000 in debt this year? And now they're walking in freedom. And right now, their main goal is to go ahead and pay off their house. Well, what, what was that all about? Let me tell you what it was all about. They got fearful at the very first of COVID and said, we can't live this way anymore. You know, they had, a, they had a, what I call a never again moment. And my question to you is, has 2020 been your never again moment? Has it been your never again moment? Or are you going to continue to live the same way you've lived and give, get the same things that you Get. Can I tell you that some of us also need to change our behavior as it relates to food, alcohol, exercise, and on and on and on. And I want to tell you something. It's hard. It's very, it's very hard. Trust me. I know. I deal with it every day. It's difficult. And it takes time. But that time is worth it. It's worth it. So is this going to be the year that you address those things? Now, I don't know if you know this or not, but most people who try to address these things, especially as it relates to food, as it relates to alcohol, as it relates to exercise, as it relates to a budget, most people do really well for a couple of weeks and then they just fall back and go do the same thing they've done before. That's what they've done. But this year, I believe that you're going to do better than that. And I believe I'm going to do better than that as well. Every year, what I like to do is, is I like to have a life verse, a verse that I really think on for that particular year. And this year, I've chosen Hebrews. You'll recognize a pattern here. I love the book of Hebrews. I've chose Hebrews chapter 11, or chapter 12, verse 11. And here's what it says. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11. It says this. It says, no discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. That's my verse for 2021. No discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful. But afterwards, there will be a what? A peaceful harvest of right living for those uh, who are trained in this way. What does that mean for you guys? I read, an, I read a story the other day and it had this little poem thing involved. And it said this. It said, it said um, 
it, it said exercising is hard. Being out of shape is hard. Choose your, uh, is, is hard. Choose your hard. It said, it said, um, you know, being, being, being in a, in a, uh, account, going to marriage counseling is hard. Getting a divorce is hard. Choose your hard. And it goes on and on and on. Choose what difficult you want to have because both choices will be difficult. But here's the difference. In the end, the scripture promises, if we will embrace that discipline in the end, we will reap a harvest. I want to, I want to end with this. Okay. I want to end with this. I want to encourage you to do this, okay? I want to ask you, is this going to be the year? God's not going to force you to do anything, but it's time to put some things down. It's time to put some things down that have been holding you back. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to leave 2020 and all that past stuff behind. I want you to leave 2020 in the rear view mirror, all right? There was a there was a setting in, in the Old Testament. Joshua is standing on the he's standing on the uh, he's standing on the banks of the of the river, and he's getting ready to walk across. And everything that had happened prior, all of the people that had never believed, they were left back because they died in the desert. And the people that were getting ready to cross were people that were full of faith and knew that God was going to help them. And so what happened, they, they, the, the, the priest went first, the water spread, and they walked across on dry land, and they walked across into their promised land. But here's the caveat, they left all that other junk behind, and that's exactly what I want to encourage you to do. So my question to you is, will this be the year? I can't answer that question for you. I can only answer that question for myself. I can. And that's a question that you have to battle with and struggle with over the next few days and say, you know what? This is going to be the year. This is going to be the year. This is going to be the year that I connect with God. This is going to be the year that the blessings are going to flow from God and I'm going to connect with God and all those things are going to come down. This is going to be the year that I truly, that I truly believe seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and then all these things, what things? All these things will be added to you. That verse was written around a text that says, don't worry about this, don't worry about that, don't worry about this, don't worry about that. 2020 has been a year of worry. It has. I don't want 2021 to be a year of worry for you. And I don't want 2021 to be a year of worry for me. So I'm going to ask you this question as we close. Will this be the year for you? Can I tell you something? I hope it is. I hope it's the year for you. I want to thank you so much. I want to pray over the church now. Uh, Lord God, we hope right now, Lord, that, that you will take this message, you will take these words, and that we can pray over our, our church and, and our fellowship, Lord. I ask that you would draw us closer to you. God, what we want to do is, is we want to experience you in real life. And so, God, draw us closer to you. And as we do that, God, you will allow us to start throwing off some of these things. You will allow us to start really digging into discipline. You will allow us to embrace discipline instead of run against it. You will allow us to start setting some boundaries with people and to, and to allow toxic people to go out of our lives and love them, but love them from a distance. And God, as we do that, I pray that what your word says, that you'll be faithful You'll be faithful to complete that which you have started in our lives. Lord, 2020 really stunk for a lot of people. God, we believe, we believe, and we declare that 2021 will be greater for everyone. And so, God, I pray that our people will decide, yep, this is going to be the year. This is it. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, listen, you guys, I want to thank you so much for joining us today.
Uh, listen, I hope you enjoy the rest of your holiday season. I hope you enjoy the rest. We do have a short, about a two-minute, just a two-minute uh, short clip right after this for our children. And so, children, you guys gather around. Miss Miranda has a message for you as well. And I can't, I can't wait to look forward to seeing you in person again in early January. The next time I see you in person, it's going to be 2021. I hope you've decided by that time that this is going to be the year. 2021 is going to be the year when you begin to make really lasting change in your life. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless, and I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Real Church Coweta. If you have any questions or would like to contact us, please visit our website at realchurchcoweta.com and click on the Contact Us tab. We invite you to join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. in the Worship Center on the campus of Central Christian School in Sharpsburg. Until then, God bless and remember to love God, love others, and live real.